introduction here. Okay, yeah, so uh, I've, I've cleared the whole hour. You cleared the whole hour. <laughs> I, I appreciate that, Larry. <laughs> What's going on? Not too much, man. So uh, It's just a pleasure to talk to you. Okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to start my podcast. I'm going to do my, uh, my lead-in, uh, do my ads, and then I'm going to introduce you, let you talk about you for as long as you want to, and then we'll go into story time. Tell us stories, uh, funny, embarrassing life stories. All right, well, you know, you just ask the questions, and then I'll try to answer them. Okay, I'm going to put on earphones here. Hold, hold it. Okay, perfect. All right, here we go. Give me just a second. Okay, I think this is better. Um... Okay, you still there? I sure am. Okay, this is better. I hear you a lot better now. Oh, right. fantastic, right. fantastic. All right, well, uh, I'm, I'm Mr. Holiday, and I'm here with my co-host, Matt Staub, or Stobby, and I'm going to do my lead-in, uh, do my ads, and then I'm going to introduce you. Cool. All right, so here we go. Three, two, one. And from a room next to my bathroom in my basement, this is My Worst Holiday, a podcast about your worst wedding, your worst funeral, bachelor party, bachelorette party, or party. Either way, anything that was funny after the fact, we want to hear it. And today's episode is brought to you by Amazon. That's right, the big dog. It's really easy to just eliminate your Amazon app on your phone, download the My Worst Holiday app, and click every link in there, which is going to give you drops laundry detergent. It's also going to give you tea public t-shirts. And with that being said, from a room... <laughs> Today we have a very special guest. We have actor, producer, writer, legend, Larry Hankin. Larry, say hello. Am I going to have to talk that loud for an hour? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I've got, I've got, uh, I've got uh, audio issues. I'm, 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 I'm very loud, very, very vocal. Okay. <laughs> but I, but I, I like the energy. Well, thank you. <laughs> very inspiring. Okay. Larry, hey, let me let me start off by saying it's an honor to be speaking with you. Oh well, absolute well, honor. To be speaking with you guys. I mean, <laughs> hey, you know, it's just communication. You know, conversation. You oh, are in welcome. so many of my favorite movies. It's it's unbelievable. I I was telling I was telling Mr. Holiday here when I was a kid, uh, Home Alone. You were the like when I was a kid. That's how I pictured a, a police officer was you. Wow. That was yeah. It was Larry. It was uh, so. If those of you just tuning in, uh, Larry was the guy at Home Alone. It was the police officer. They called in and he had the donut on the phone. Okay, so now let me let me just stop you right there. That piece of donut that falls on the phone is way more famous than I am. It's amazing. <laughs> That is am- everybody asked me about how that happened. How did you do that? That's so cool. It was an accident. It just happened. It was an the, accident. The, the hot lights. I they that was a favor. I did them a favor because they they owed me one. I mean, I guess they were they owed me a favor. I did a favor for them. So they said, "Hey man, why don't you be in this movie?" And they said, "I said, yeah, great. That's really cool. I really like the guy's work, you know, John." Uh, so um, they said, "Do you want anything? You know, special or you know, it's just a cop on the phone. We'll just be you in there." And they thought it would be a nice little joke. So <laughs> I said, "Yeah, I'd like to be eating a donut. A gla- I'd like to be eating a glazed donut." Of course, exactly. To personify the yeah. stereotype. Our friend Joel's watching. He's a police officer. He knows cops like the donuts. 
Well, yeah, you know, exactly. That's where I got the idea from. Is you know, it was a cliche. But <laughs> I thought it would be uh, just something for me to do. I, I was there was also a, a phone call. You know, hey, do you want to do this? You know, what do you want? Okay, a donut just came to my head. All right. <laughs> when I got there, though, because I. I didn't expect anything, but it was a very big budget movie, you know. Yeah. And so what they did was, because this was a favor they were doing for me and I was doing it, you know, because it was a small little thing, five lines or, or less, you know, and I said, yeah, it would be kind of a trip. And they said, look, if you do it, we'll we'll get a, a, a limo, we'll, we'll pick you up at your apartment, we'll limit you to the airport, we'll fly you first class, limo to the studio this scene will take maybe two hours you're in you're out you'll just say your little thing you'll eat your donut and you can go home and sleep it was in chicago and i live in la yeah and you can sleep in your own bed in the same night that that's how easy we don't want to disturb you and i thought wow man that is so cool yeah plus they paid me a whole bunch of money so i said okay I want a donut. That was all I wanted. <laughs> I thought, you know, that that would be kind of a, a, a nice twist instead of ordering a steak dinner and, you know, an, an evening in the Bahamas or something, whatever. <laughs> so I just said, give me a glazed donut. Well, when I showed up on the set after they did all this with the, you know, the limo and then the first class and I get there and they drive me right to the set from the, from the plane, a limo to the set. They had the costume waiting, and they said, "You wanted uh, you wanted glaze a glazed donut, right?" And I said, "Yeah." And they wheeled in, man, a hundred glazed donuts on those wheeling in bakery things you see in the back, where they have a hundred donuts on it. <laughs> and they wheeled that out, and they put it right next to where the set that I was going to work on. And they said. You know, just take your pick, man. <laughs> so I, I said, I just wanted one, man. Okay. Now, it turns out that luckily, just because, you know, they were just pulling this joke and they could do it because they had the budget. Um, because the, I shot that scene 10, 11 times, actually. 11 times. And it was just a little scene of me saying, you know, hey, Rose, hype. Hyper on two. That that's all. That was it. Yeah, yeah. that's the whole scene. That's all I had to say. And but each time I, there was a technical difficulty. It was really weird. It was kind of like going like, "This is is this scene cursed? You know, the gods <laughs> don't want us to film this." Ten to, I mean, either the dolly would go off the tra- the the camera would go off the dolly tracks, or one time a light exploded up above these big, you know, movie lights. One exploded and came down. I mean, always there's something, or or maybe I went up on a line one time, and then the camera, oh, the camera moved, it jiggled. So I kept on going, but I had to eat a donut every time. So I was, you know, into nine donuts because... Sometimes the scene would go fast, sometimes it would go slow, so sometimes I would just take one bite and the scene would be over. Or sometimes I'd get to eat like half a donut or the whole thing. And sometimes I thought it'd be funny if I just stuffed the whole thing in my mouth thinking, I'm not going to do this again, right? And then you know, oh, got to do this again. So around the 10th time, I was getting a little weirded out by eating all this donut <laughs> glaze. Yeah, all these donuts. <laughs> exactly. Now, now you need so a shot finally, of insulin just to stay alive. 
Yeah, but so finally on the 11th take, I'm eating a donut, just like, you know, going through the whole thing. And for some reason, the, the scene just went all the way through. There was no cut in the middle. Nothing happened. And I figured, wow, we did it. And as soon as the director, it was Chris Columbus, as soon as he yelled, cut, everybody on the set broke up laughing. <laughs> and I realized that they were holding it in so they didn't want to ruin the, the the, the take right so they weren't laughing they were all covering their mouths but as soon as he yelled cut they let it out and this big guffaw happened i said all right what did i do how did i screw up you know what did i do and the director said let me show you what happened <laughs> oh you and didn't you know, even so see it i didn't know what happened or why they were <laughs> i think i grew up somehow and it was me this time not not technical so it brings me over and he shows me and so he didn't say anything. You know, everybody's gathering there because they all had left. They wanted to see if I thought it was funny, I guess, you know. Right. So he shows me this thing, and I'm looking at it, and what I see is this piece of donut fall onto the phone. And I go, oh, wow, no, I'm sorry. Let's do it again. I'm sorry. You know, now it's the 12th time. And he goes, no, no. We're keeping it. So I didn't know. I had no. But here's the secret, because I wanted to know why. I mean, when you're eating a donut, there's crumbs. There's always crumbs. Every time right. I finish the donut, somebody had to come over and just wipe away the crumbs so it looks we're starting fresh. You know? right. So there was like cool crumbs. But I want to know what happened with that. How come? And I, I went over to the tray of, you know, the 90 donuts that were there, the 89 donuts. And they looked, and we were under movie lights. They, they had brought in real, you know, Klieg lights, these big, huge, you know, over two and a half feet, you know, lights. And it was very hot. And I was in a uniform. So I, I was very aware that it was really hot. Yeah. But yeah. I went over to the donuts, and all the do donuts, all the glazed donuts, were melted. The glaze <laughs> were melted. So that's why by the time we got to the 11th donut, why it stuck was the glaze had, it was now glue. So oh, that's yeah. why that thing. So there's, there, ladies and gentlemen, is the story <laughs> of the piece of donut that's more famous than me. Thank that's, you very much. That's classic. That's great. Hey, everybody, we are talking to Larry Hank, and Hollywood legend, writer, producer, comedian, and actor. He's been on, well, we just talked about Home Alone, where the donut fell on the phone. Um, we, we, uh, we're definitely probably going to get into Friends and Seinfeld and everything else like that. Yeah, I, but, hell, uh, uh, Billy Madison, yeah. Armed and Dangerous. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, Armed and Dangerous. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Um, armed and Dangerous, really cool. Yeah, that was. Oh, I got a story about that. What, can I tell you yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, well, I got a story about all those. But but yeah, it happened to me twice, uh, and in a way, it's supposedly a, a pat on the back for being a good actor. Although I'm not an actor, I'm a pretender. I, I never went to acting school. I just you put me in front of a camera, that's and, a good and, way and I do I do what I do. I, I don't know, you know, what's going on, You're but that's what happens. Talented. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess, but I'm riding on it, you know. <laughs> I'm not like you know aiming it or anything. So anyway, um, uh, what was this? Uh, which which movie? Was, Armed and was Oh, Armed and yeah. So this happened twice. So I'm on Armed and Dangerous. Uh, uh, director was James Keach. The reason he was on it 
was be- and we found this out it was because there was explosions in that movie. And there's one ex- huge explosion where a gas truck explodes as, as, as part of the plot. So they wanted to get, get somebody who was used to you know setting up that that kind of thing. And James Keach had done that those kind of movies, so that's why he was. But John Candy was a star of it. Uh, and there was another uh, My hero. Uh, Eugene Levy and Don Candy. Yeah, yeah. So there was a lot of funny people involved in this, or people who could be funny, including me. You know. Yeah. So, but we all agreed. All the actors who I just mentioned. You know, when we got together, and oh, this is great. How you doing? Blah blah. They said, well, "Why is James Keach directing this? He's an explosion guy. This is more of a comedy." film there's an explosion in it but it's kind of a comedy so we were talking about that that that's unusual for to get uh you know somebody who, who does fireworks to direct yeah. a comedy that, right. that came up okay oh, anyway so yeah so so anyway i was uh kowalski i think was my name yep. yeah kowalski and I, the character was written to be, uh, he was on acid. He was on something. He was on drugs, obviously. Yeah. He was written that way. And I had long hair. I was a hippie at the time, so that's why I was at cast. The time? It was cool. At the time, Larry? Larry, you were a hippie at the time? Oh, man, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's a way back. Back in the day. I've seen you on Facebook, Larry. You're kind of still a hippie. <laughs> I think it's... Uh... Oh well, I, I don't. I don't know what I look like. I mean, I, because I've been through so many different changes and uh, what do you call it? Uh, evolutions and characters. So that yeah, I, yeah. I can't. You know, they all blend into whatever. But but I did kind of you know, and I hung around because everybody around at the time, whenever it was, I don't remember. Was it late seventies, late sixties? Does anybody know when that was shot? Oh, that well, was uh, the early, early, early 80s. 80s, yeah. Yeah, 80s, yeah. It was on the 80s. Okay. Because it was, so it was, post, it was post SCTV. I mean, I, I, I was up in San Francisco, you know, during the 60s and blah, blah. So I could recall and call upon and, you know, uh, personal recall of somebody on LSD. So that's kind of my choice of what <laughs> was in my head as, an, as, as a pretender. I said, okay. This guy's on acid. It, it, that'll be really funny, especially if you give him a gun. So I thought, okay, cool. So that's what I was doing. Now, here comes this scene where they're handing out, and I was doing fairly well. You know, nobody was bothering me. I was acting like I was on LSD doing Kowalski, and everything was going along fine. Everybody's being funny. So we come to the scene where I was online, and they were handing out the guns and the flashlights. Right. And John Candy, right? And John Candy was right behind me, and I thought, well, you know, let's let's get a laugh about this. I mean, it was a, it wasn't supposedly funny. There was no jokes written in it. Nobody. So so it explains how we got the guns later on in the movie. Here's the scene about how they got it. They're handing them out. I thought, well, I'm on acid. Okay. So when they're doing, they didn't even rehearse it. They said, you know, line up, everybody, get the gun and the flashlight, move on. When we get to. Uh, John Candy, I think, or after him, we cut the scene. That was it. That was the instructions. So when I got my gun and my flashlight, I turned on the flashlight. And real weirdly, there was batteries in these flashlights. I mean, that, that, that's how much money they had. Nobody was turning them on, but somebody was protecting their job. The prop guy was protect- in case they want to, you know, do a thing. There's batteries in it. Okay. So I didn't know this, but what I did was when I got my 
uh, gun and my flashlight. I immediately turned on the flashlight. It lit and I stared right into the light and I walked away. And <laughs> the, the, the director immediately yells, cut. <laughs> and I go, whoa, what happened? What, whoa, why cut? He goes, what are you doing? And I go, I'm looking into the flashlight. Why are you doing that? Because I'm an ass. Because I'm an ass. And he goes, well, don't do that. Well, why are you doing that? And I said, because it's funny. <laughs> and, and he says, no, it's not. And John, Can and John Candy, behind me, he goes, no, no, it is funny. That's very funny. That's what he did. very funny. And, but it's, it's, it's a very serious conversation now. Nobody, nobody's laughing. John is saying, no, no, that's funny. That's really very funny. So the director, uh, uh, James Keith, says, um, says, no, it's, it's not funny. We're doing it again. Uh, I don't even think he said my name. He just said, don't do that again. <laughs> so, you know, very, very adamantly, like, he's directing, this is my vision here, you know. Like, how could this not this. be funny? That was a funny scene. That's so hilarious. I like, hey, man, you know, directors, they're yeah. telling the story, you know. So it's, it's bizarre. Don't step on their toes, Larry. Don't step but on their fucking right. toes. Yeah, so, so anyway, he says, don't do it. And I go, okay. And John Candy looks at me. I look at John and he shrugs, you know, like, hey, man, I gave it a shot. You know, it's his movie. I mean, look, when you're on the set, when you're on the floor, that, that's it. When you are in front of the camera and the camera is ready to roll, the, you can't, there's no arguing at that point. It's too late. You know, it's time is money. So when the director says, don't do it, it's all over. You know, you just got to do it or, or, or get, be fired. So we all just shut the hell up. Yeah, John, who was a star, he could have. So we have to, okay, that's fine. And so he says, all right, we're going to get camera. And when he said camera, the cinematographer, who was a big-time cinematographer, there was a lot of big-time people on, the, on that particular movie. When they were throwing their weight around. <laughs> and so the cinematographer comes over and he says, wait a minute, wait a minute. What happened to the turning the light on and him staring at it? And he's just pointing at me. So the, James says, it's cut. Why'd you cut it? And now he's going through the same conversation I just had. <laughs> Why did you cut it? Because it's not funny. It is funny. John Candy <laughs> said it was funny. It's not funny. It's not going to be in it. He said, would you give me two minutes? The cinematographer says to the director, would you give me two minutes, please? I just would like two minutes. So now, I think the director, James, Jim, uh, is kind of seeing that the, the, the weight of decision is going against him, just in the crowd. Yeah. And, and the extra standing around is, it was funny. What? What? Why are you doing this, if John Candy says it's funny, it's, damn it, it's, it's funny. funny. <laughs> you listen to John Candy. Yeah. But it was subtle. It was like a, a what do you call it, a, a, a passive-aggressive kind of, nobody was talking loud, but yeah. he wanted his way, and everybody else, no, it's kind of funny, in a very silent way. They yeah. went, no, it's kind of funny, you know. But the, the cinematographer was the only one who, like, he was making a stand. He was going to, what he said, give me two minutes, James, please. So James said, okay. I mean, he just, all right, let's get this over with, is really what he was trying to do. Yeah. You could tell. So he goes, okay. So the cinematographer says, 
could I have my crew, the crew that's not involved in this shot, would they just come forward, please, and stand around the set? So you see these guys coming who are playing cards in the back or whatever. All right. You know, the man is saying, come forward. So the all... A couple, a lot of crew members started to come around, people who weren't working on the shot, you know. They stood around. They didn't know why. Nobody knew why. I didn't know why. He said, would you stand around, please? Okay. All right. He says to James, he says, all right, I, I would just like to shoot the scene again and let Larry do, do what he was doing. Let, let him do Let the scene just run. And, and, and just let, I just, and then he whispers to, to the, I heard him, but he whispers, he said, I want to see if the, of what my crew thinks about it, okay? And he goes, okay, fine. So he goes, and I run to it, and I click, and I turn it on, and I kind of run away. He lets the scene go. To, he lets the, uh, John Candy get his thing, next guy, and he yells, cut. And the crew all fall, fall down. They were holding it in. And they go, oh, man, that's so fucking funny. So, so James keeps it. All right, goddammit. All right, it's in. It's in. You know, all right. Yeah, you got your way. Like, you know, all right, you got your way. Uh, Larry, you heard his pussy. It's so, so, here's, here's the weird, uh, weird thing. The, the tie-in to that. A couple of years, either before or after, I get the timing of these. I've done so many that, the, you know, the, the years, I don't get it. I know it was over a year and a half either before this or after this, that I was on the set. I think it was before this. Yes, it was. I know that because it was one of the first TV shows I've ever done. It was called Hey Landlord. It was so old, it was in black and white. That's how old it was. Yeah, it was amazing. I think it was like in the 60s or something. That was when I first started. It probably was the first thing I've ever done. Give me just a second, Larry. i got to give you another shout out here. Okay. Uh, Because we're doing Facebook Live here. Um, hey, fine. hey, everybody, we're talking to Larry Hankin, actor, producer, writer, director, comedian. Uh, he's legend. a legend. A he's a legend, man. <laughs> I'm a comedian. I'm a comedian. What's that? I'm a comedian. I'm right. a, they, I said they comedian. call me an actor, but I'm a comedian. I said comedian. I'm a funny guy. Yes. <laughs> All right, brother, back back to you. Oh, okay. So, so anyway, yeah. I, I never went to acting school. I don't know what that's all about. But, you know, I mean, it's they're, they're serious. I, I'm not, not putting them down. Yeah, they're pretty cool. I, I just can't do that. that. That's amazing what they do. Mm-hmm. I can't. Okay, so anyway, um, where was I? I was talking about, uh, oh, yeah, uh, Hey Landlord in black and white. So it was, when I was really first starting out, and I didn't know nothing. I just showed up and put on a costume. and I would. Now, in those days, still, when you're hired, especially doing TV sitcoms, you're not cast by the director. You're cast by a casting director. So when you show up on the set, that's the first time that the director ever sees you. So they're kind of at, at the bottom of the totem pole. I mean, they have to deal with whoever the casting director sends to do the part, you know, which is kind of weird because you figure the director should be picking the people he's going to direct, but no. So he never saw me. Jerry Paris never saw me. I showed up on the set already dressed as a hell's angel that's my part my part was a hell's angel looking to book a room or i I think what i did was i booked a room into this is a rental place and i think maybe we trashed the place and now i had to come back to either pay or so that was that was my role you know i was a bad guy you know wreck the room now you gotta pay that's pretty racy for the 60s man well, yeah, but I was a hell's angel, and and you, you're right because it wasn't popular 
in a comedy to have a, a Hell's Angel. Right, yeah, Because right. they, yeah, they were the enemy, you know. So, yeah. And, but that's why I like doing it. I like doing those, you know, outsider parts. That's why I've always right. gone towards them. So I really liked, and I knew a couple of Hell's Angels. I used to hang out with them because I was in the committee also. And they used to come to see the show. So we were all friends, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they said to me one day, if I ever needed my motive... I rode around on a on a hundred and forty five cc Honda red motorcycle, you know. And these guys are, you know, twelve hundred cc. Yeah. These guys are <laughs> fat on boys. And, yeah, I mean, they're just like you know. But so, and I used to do stand up on the side. So they used to come and see me on the either the show or the stand up, and they knew I would do motorcycle comedy, you know. And they say you must. Yeah, hey, you know, that's inside stuff. You must ride a motorcycle. You know, after the show, they come up and talk to you. I go, yeah, yeah. But I didn't want to say what I was writing. I just, <laughs> goes, uh, <laughs> but but they said that's so what you know when the friends are so uh, so what are you writing, you know? So I go, oh, um, well, just it's a one forty five, you know, Honda. I, I was very, it's very, very shy. I don't want to say that, you know. Uh, it's the 145. So they go, because it was in a coffee house that they were talking to me. You know, so I would go and do a Monday night or something when I was off from the committee. And they go, oh, man, is that your, your, is that your ride outside, that, that red thing out there? And I go, yeah. And I'm kind of thinking, oh, man, I just ruined it. You know, they think I'm somebody. Yeah. And now they see what I'm riding. And I'm like, and they go, no, man. And the reaction was immediate. Hey, man, that's really cool. Hey. If you ever need any parts for that thing, we steal them all the time. Just lie. <laughs> <laughs> My next question was, what do you mean you some Because I would lock that, you know, so I'm thinking, wait a minute, they could be stealing my my bike. Yeah, my bike. So my first question was, well, well how do you steal it? Because I always would, you know, chain the front wheel, you know, see, or the back wheel, I would just chain it, if you can't chain it to something, or I would... Sometimes I would chain it to something, but generally you just lock the bike. I said, how, how do you steal those things? He goes, well, you get a flatbed, you know, like a Ford, you know, just something, you know, and you just pick them up and you throw them in the back. I thought, wow, I can't pick those up. I mean, that was like really weird. He was talking about one guy, you know, you yeah. just come by, you just pick up the bike, so, you know, you, you, you cut through the lock later. They're right. like telling me how they, okay, thank you very much. I'll, I'll attach it to a telephone pole. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> you know, but okay. So anyway, that's the hell's angel thing. So I go to the, to the, um, uh, Hey landlord and I'm playing this hell's angel and I show up on the set and Jerry Parrish has never seen me before. I'm in full costume with the makeup, everything. I show up. He's never seen me before. So for a week in a TV sitcom, you rehearse for a week and you shoot it on the fifth day in front of an audience. Right. So all the whole time, what, what you want as an actor, what I used to want as an actor, is I want the director to talk to me, you know, give me some direction. Let's talk about the, the intent of the character, you know, something. He wouldn't come near me. Jerry Paris wouldn't come near me. But he would give directions to everybody else on the set. <laughs> But he wouldn't come near me. And it was pissing me off. It really was. I mean, I have an attitude problem to begin with. Hey, so I'm going, you know, hey, man. You know, like, you know, I'm a funny guy. Use me, use me, tell me, whatever. Help me, you know, give me a close-up. Something. Just, I don't want to just stand here and just say my line and you just pass by me. Anyway, it didn't work. He wouldn't. And the show is over. Okay. 
about a couple of months later, I'm, I'm at a party and I, and I see him and I just could and I walked over to him and I go, um, why? Hey, Jerry. And he goes, oh, hello. I, I remember you. For, hey, landlord. You know, you know, and he would, he, this is what he would do. He would pinch my face and he would go, oh, what a face. Oh, what a put him, what a put him. Every <laughs> face. So I go over to him and I go, hey, hey, Jerry, remember Larry from Hey Landlord? And I go, yeah. And he pinches my face. Oh, what a face. And he was talking to somebody and he turns to my face as he's pinching, like he's showing my pinched face to somebody. <laughs> Look at his face. Look at his face. He said, Jerry, don't touch me, please. Okay. What do you want? And I said, remember when I was in Hey Landlord, you never, you never, uh, you, ne you never gave me any directions at all. Do you remember that? Oh, oh, yes. Yes, I really apologize for that. I'm really sorry. And I go, why did you do that? He goes, oh, oh, okay. Well, anyway, see, I thought they hired a real hell's angel. And I wasn't going to tell you anything. I was just staying away from you. That's what I said, man. Holy cow, man. That's like, I mean, if you were really, if I was an actor, that's a great compliment. But I wasn't trying to be an, a hell's angel. I was just hanging out, waiting for somebody to tell me, to do something with intent of a hell's angel. Well, 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 look who nailed the part, Larry. I mean, that's all I'm saying. Did they make you like a hell's angel? Say, angels say, well, well, say that, that again. I are, didn't get it. What, what part? What did she say that? Did they make you like what? a hell's angels cut, like to wear, like the like the jackets they wear? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, did okay. they make you an honorary hell's angel after that? <laughs> oh no, no. I I would make. Uh, I've made several. Well, I've made three, at least three, hell's angel uh, comedies of my own. They're called the the Outlaw Emmett Demons. You know, look it up. They're on their YouTube or video. What are they, what are or, they what called? Do you call Vimeo. The three film shorts of, of me doing. Uh, it, it was years after that, but they're three film shorts that I wrote, directed, and produced, and did the lead in. They're ten minutes each, eight minutes each. Of uh, their uh, comedies, they're called. Um, the log line is Don Quixote on a motorcycle. Okay. It's, it's, a, it's an old guy, he's about, I was playing a guy about 75, 70, who was like a Don Quixote, but he was on a motorcycle with a sidecar, so his sidekick, you know, the Sancho Panza type, would sit in the sidecar instead of having a, a, a riding on a mule, getting yeah. an extra motorcycle, so I would pick up, the, the whole point of it was picking up hitchhikers, and okay. so each episode would be a different uh, Sancho Panza, kind of, what, you know. What was, the, what was the actual name of it? It was. It's called. It's called the uh, um, the out the outlaw Emmett Demus. E M M E T T D E E M U S. The outlaw Emmett Demus. The first one is the outlaw Emmett Demus. I did that with Edie McClurg. She's really funny. Ooh. And then the second one is the outlaw Emmett Demus and the porno queen. And that's kind of funny. And then the third one is the outlaw Emmett Demus and Willie Jones. And that's the the, the, the second one. Okay. And they're, they're, they're also, they're, they're all over. But if you go to YouTube or if you Google them, they, they come right up. But I also have a, I might as well tell you, I have a, um, a website that we're building. It's in beta now, but you can go look at it. Yeah. But it's being built. And it's called TheRealLarryHankin.com. Because somebody has the Larry Hankin, uh, has LarryHankin.com. Don't go there. I won't go there, Larry. Won't give it to me. He has it. He won't give it to me. Windows taking photos of you, like when you're undressing. Is that that what that other website involves? Well, I mean, I don't know. I have no idea. No, it's I'll just check it he out. collects. <laughs> well, what, what he does, he collects things on the internet 
that I have, you know, because yeah. whatever you do now is out there. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So they put it up on Facebook or whatever. So he goes around and he just collects things that are legally he can do because it's on the internet. Or photos of me, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or, or gotcha. my bio or whatever. And he just puts it up. There's nothing that he puts up that he can do that I can allow him to do because he owns it. Right. And so, you know, and he won't give it to me. Yeah, oh, so that yeah he wants money. He's just a, <laughs> so, just a prick. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. so, don't go there. Don't go to Larry Hankin. <laughs> yeah, fuck that go guy. To, we won't go, real go there, Larry. Larry. Yeah. Fuck that guy. You know. Larry, Larry, Larry. And you can look around. I got paintings, but you, they're on there, too. Oh, the three right. uh, outlaw things. Uh, the motorcycle ones. Yeah. Because, and the reason I bring it up is because I went to, after I showed them, a couple of Hells Angels. The Hells Angels would come to the committee in the 60s. That's when I was in the Hells and, and the 70s. That's when the Hells Angels would come. And they befriended us, even though that, you know, then Altamont happened and that was the end of that. Yeah, that was the end of that one. <laughs> so, Why are we but, fighting? But, but years and years and years and years later, in 2012, I released The Outlaw Emmett Demas on my own as a film short, and they went to see it just because they were just looking at film shorts. I mean, it had nothing to do with subject or anything. It was luck. They just saw it in some festival. And they are looking for, they, the Hells Angels and those motorcycle people, are looking for, for motorcycle movies, you know, just to spread the word. Right. So they heard of a motorcycle. Not that it was funny, not that I was in it, yeah. anything. These are, there's they just a got done watching CC Rider, and now they're up for something else. Yeah, so they yeah, right. So they 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 uh, had a festival of motorcycle movies, and they put it in, and they saw it. Uh, the, the producers of it, and they invited me in. It was somewhere in California, so I went, and I saw it was just motorcycle guys, man. Just about I don't know three, four, about five hundred motorcycle guys just watching outdoors, you know, an outdoor movie kind of screen. And all these motorcycle movies were being shown, and they showed mine, and they loved it. They thought it was really funny. Hey, man, I know a guy like that. You know, this old <laughs> old guy on a motorcycle, on a funky old motorcycle with a funky old sidecar and this funky old lady. It was like really cool. So they then they watched the second and third one, and I got them. I got them back again because of not me. It was the, the, they just like motorcycle stuff. Cool. You know, me too. You know, I owned a motorcycle once, a 145. Later on, years <laughs> later when I could afford it, I bought a, uh, I think it was, I said, I bought a 650. Yeah, I, I actually did. So oh, I got kind of upgraded. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't want to, I, I know, I thought I'd kill myself if I went any higher. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's insane, man. I would ride without a helmet. That's crazy. Yeah, don't do that. It's, you know, I've done a lot of things that, I don't know why I've, I've done it. Have you ever done stuff like that when you look oh, back and you go, hell, I've never, I, I hardly ever wore a, hel a helmet. And I used to have like a dirt bike as a kid. I remember I was flying through a field and then right beside me, I'm not shitting you, like a foot away from me, there was a hole, and I was just flying. There was a hole about five foot deep. Like, I missed it oh, by, like, no. a foot. Like, yeah. Just, yeah, like, if I would have hit that, go. How, why didn't you hit it? Yeah. I don't know. God loves me. Oh, okay. I, I mean, I'd buy that. So, yeah. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> if it wasn't, I never if worked wasn't for that guy, man, that. I would be here. Unlike those <laughs> other fuckers that wrecked, he didn't, he didn't like them much at all. 
Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just I kidding. Mean, God yes. loves everybody. I'm just kidding. So. <laughs> it's really, it's really. Uh, I mean, I've done stuff. Well, yeah, or I, I haven't done stuff where you know there's somebody on my shoulder where you go, holy cow. Yeah. If it wasn't for that, yeah. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, yeah you just walk away going, ah, uh, ah, uh, fuck, uh, that happened. Uh, <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Excuse, excuse me for a second, Larry. Uh, Mr. Holiday, yeah. would you like a delicious Triscuit cracker? Uh, no, yeah. oh, I, Triscuit I, I, I had a delicious that. Triscuit cracker back in the car, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> Triscuit. Yeah, you know, right. that's really, that. that's very strange about that. <laughs> Let's did, talk about did, it, Larry. Did, did you see what we did there, Let's Larry? Let's talk about it. Like, and Larry, I, I legitimately uh, am eating uh, a box of, tr- of delicious Triscuit crackers right now. <laughs> Well, uh, I want to talk about why you want to talk about that. I that's what I want to talk about. I and that's why I, 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 I'm interested Billy in Billy Madison was one of my favorite movies ever. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, I, am a, I am a Adam Sandler fan of his serious movies. He's a very fine, Punch serious actor. What? Punch Drunk Love? Spangler. All of them, and all, of, yeah. all of his serious roles, he does extremely, not only well, but exceedingly well. I mean, I'm a, I'm a funny guy. He was a stand-up comedian. I was a stand-up comedian. I understand his humor. I don't like him. He's not funny. No, I, I'm, I'm the same really way. Cool. I'm the same way, Larry. A really cool, serious actor. Did you see uh, Uncut Gems? Not yet, but I want to no. see that. Um, go go see him, man. He does a cool job, man. It's nope. It's not funny at all. It's a serious role. Yeah. He cuts it. He does it. He's fine. He's cool. Okay, so Triscuits. But here's the thing about his <laughs> genius. He's got a. He's got a. I mean, the the the. For a long time, he and maybe he still is a very big heavyweight in L.A. movie and and, and serious movies and in mm-hmm. big time movies and ten pole movies and expensive movies. He's the number one comedy guy. He probably still is right now, but I'm talking about two or three years ago. He was king. You wanted to do a movie, the first person you would go to. What the wow, hell was that? My, is that a false capacitor starting up in your living room there, Larry? Assembling my building. <laughs> cool. Oh, they do that every once in a while. Just give me a shout out by, by burning out. You know, okay, but anyway. Uh, so, yeah. So, but it's a serious look. So the trist of the, his, he's got a genius. He's got a, and I, 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 I try to find out what his genius is because a lot of the stuff he does, I, I just don't like. Mm-hmm. But I think he's a genius. I mean, there's no question about that. Oh, Jack and Jill but is unwatchable. The trist thing yeah. is a key in. And here's why. He does this Trisket thing. We were in the movie. I was reading it. It's in the script. The word Trisket is in the script. <laughs> so now, generally in a movie, this is 100% of the time until I saw that. So for me, it was a first. Um, wow. That's cool. Right, I'm going to let it break. Uh, I'm getting a call, but I'm going to let it go. Um, <laughs> the, the first time he, I read it, I go. Well, it sounded like it's somebody a, cool, movies, Larry. Who, who's calling say you? products because you have to pay for them. Yeah, and if you have a, a product, you know, an emblem or a label, yeah. you have to turn it or destroy it, right? Or, or cover it, right? Mm-hmm. Or they blur it. So to see the word Trisket in a, 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 a Hollywood movie is, is a no-no. It's something you never see. And so the word Trisket, and that's why I pick up on it, 
that's a rarity. And I saw it in his script. And then when he did it in the film, I thought, well, it's going to be cut. I thought he just threw that in, you know, like, like a, a, a fudge word, you know, just yeah, something. Right. Well, we'll find out something later. A T to be determined. TBD. It's yeah. a TBD. <laughs> TBD. To be determined. So, so, but what he did it in the movie on the set. I was right there. The Triscuits. I think it was in one of my scenes when they're at the table or something. And I thought, wow, how can he do that? In a, in a, in a movie, you can't say products. You'll get sued. Okay. Cut to now in, in, you know, I'm doing a lot of podcasts. I'm talking about the movies. I talk about Adam Sandler's movies a lot. And Triscuits always comes up. <laughs> Do you understand the bizarreness of that? Yeah. yeah. Something, a product that I mean, nobody ever talks about. I don't you, even know who, anybody who eats a Triscuit. Are I, you I really ask but, <laughs> but, if, but if Adam Sandler says Triscuits in his script and he says in the, I know millions of kids eat Triscuits. Something I don't know. But in other words, that's how keyed in on his audience. He and that's really important in the business that I'm in, you know, because yeah. those are those are the people you're selling your product to, which uh, is what you're doing. Your yeah. I'm not it's, sure how, how so key he's really is, keyed Larry. in, man. He's a he, he made the movie Jack and Jill. I, I don't know if you've seen that. I didn't see that. I didn't see that, but I didn't want to see it. I remember that. Oh God, that was so bad. <laughs> Oh, I didn't want. To, I mean, you can tell by looking at the coming attractions or oh. even the name. Five, five minutes in, you know, I was you can done. Tell. I never. I, I tapped out five minutes in. I couldn't watch it. Oh, was probably unwatchable, that. unwatchable. But you see, uh, I mean, he does that, but he's still he's so big that he can do that, and he can. You know, if I did my first movie, if I wrote it and did that and did it that bad, you know, I could never do another movie again. You know, how he would just be. <laughs> well, Hollywood but him, nice. fine. <laughs> they give you two or three. Yeah. The, the old thing was three movies. The rule was you could fail at three movies if you were successful. Mm -hmm, the yeah. next three movies you could fail out, but you couldn't raise money for the fourth. <laughs> you couldn't raise money for you could raise money for the third. I mean that was a rule. You you that was a spread. The word was out. You can fail at your first two. You can raise money for your third. If that fails, you cannot raise money for your fourth. You're done. Yeah, yeah you're shot. Yeah. And there was examples of it too. Well, you were going. Uh, you were in uh, there was exa movies and yeah. <laughs> Larry's fine. Well, how many John Hughes movies was you in? Was you uh... say that again? How many John Hughes movies were you in? Uh, I, let's see, two. I know possibly three because I know. He wrote uh, okay. Home Alone. It was, Chris uh, home Alone was directed by Christopher Columbus, right? right. Yeah, but he, yeah. Plain Strange okay, and Automobiles. But that was a John, but that was a Jones. Uh, okay, that, but that was a John Hughes movie. Yeah. And then Trains, Planes, and Automobiles, and she's having a baby. So that's three. Oh, okay. Two he directed. Man. No, no. One. Either she's having a baby. He directed that. And no, and uh, Trains, Planes, and Automobiles. He directed that too. Right. I'm just yeah. I'm just shocked right now that I'm talking to somebody that knew John Hughes <laughs> and John Candy. And like, Eugene Levy. Okay, let's talk about wait a minute. Okay, John Candy. That would be in uh, because he he's really a great guy. Yeah, um, you were a couple of few John, with John Candy. Candy obviously. in in uh okay, it was it was uh, uh the Kowalski thing, the the, the John Keach movie. Yeah. But John Candy was on my side through the whole movie. And that's why I've got to give him his props, but he doesn't need props. He's, he's fine by himself. Yeah. <laughs> but no, 
in the garbage scene, which is another you know famous scene that they asked me about. In the garbage scene, where I'm on top of this garbage, we went out to this garbage dump. So there's me on top of this garbage dump, and me and John Candy in the in the film, we were looking for. You know, maybe we were guarding the garbage dump. I, th- I think that was uh, because we were guards. We were hired guards. Right. Army so Davis, me yeah. and John Candy out in a garbage dump, and I had, and there was whoever the director was. I mean, I don't even think uh, James Keach was out there because it smelled too much. I mean, <laughs> but anyway, whoever, they put me on top of the thing. It was a great shot in the movie. This is me on top of the shot. And John Candy wrote the whole scene. He said, you know, go find something and then look for it up there. So I think it was a shoe and a toothbrush. So he brought me a shoe and John Candy brought me an old shoe that he found in the garbage. He was going around on the bottom of that heap going through stuff for me. We find out he came came up with a shoe, I think, and a toothbrush, an old toothbrush. And he said, get up there on on top of this mound. He said, and just find it. Find the other shoe there. I think... What he had set up was, I find the, the one shoe down here, and on the top of a mound of another, you know, yeah. garbage heap, I would find, weirdly, the other shoe. <laughs> and that was, Kowalski was on acid, he was just looking at the other shoe. Oh, I found the other shoe. And it's in the movie. But John Candy set, set that up, and I just really thanked him. He was always there saying, oh, why don't you do this, or why don't you do that? Always thinking, looking for the, kind of the joke, even though... He, he had a good, um, a, a real side to him, like in Trains, Planes, and Automobiles. Yeah. Right. There were some of the scenes where he was real. But then in, when they both were in bed, that whole pillow scene, Jesus. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. Fucking incredible. Because, that's the difference because that's between the thing, like, John. See, that's where my humor is. It's funny, but it's real. Oh, yeah. And you don't push it. I remember when I seen know? that movie in the theaters, and just as a young guy, and I laughed from the beginning to the absolute end. I don't think yeah, I that, stopped that laughing. That movie has a lot of really funny, oh, incredibly yeah. framed. It's the framing. Yeah. And 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 the acting and the writing. Yeah. See that? And that's but the difference between like movie laughter stuff. Yeah. Wow. Like the difference between like John Candy and Eugene Levy is Eugene Levy can't. It, it's hard for him to do that serious. Yeah. That serious part. True, yeah. there's, yes. there's always got to be a cut up. You know. Uh, where John could do that that very emotional, very straightforward, heart wrenching moment. Right. Like only the lonely. Just, yeah. He can go, he can right, he go up to the edge of smarmy. Just and he pulls back. He's, yeah. He, he you know, he just no you know, I am going, John, don't put and he does it. And he goes, Oh, cool. I mean you're sad, but you're not you know, over the top. I right. guess you're you're you're, you're still smiling cool. inside because your heart felt for him. You know, that's the, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, yeah that that's hard to so that's hard sad. to do. Yeah, like, it is. It's so it, sad, it, but it's you, that heartwarming type. Thing. But you can feel yourself yeah. smiling because you know that they're they're coming back to get him, yes. and that he's realizing what's happening. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and that's that's the, my humor. Although, I mean, funny is funny. Yeah, uh, because here's the other, the, the whole other side of it. There's you know many scenes where I fall down laughing. It's not my humor, but it's fucking funny. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, <laughs> what was the, the okay? Here's it in the Blazing Saddles. Oh God! I mean, there's so many 
Larry, you just have to say blazing saddles. It's the whole thing. The, the whole fucking thing. Not <laughs> the, the scene, fun, the fun whole scene. fucking thing. <laughs> the whole fucking thing. But here's the scene. But here's the, now here's the capper to it all uh, of, of that, that movie and the fart scene. Okay, we know that scene is funny. That, they're given, and everybody's seen it and watched it. Okay, and I know it, blah, blah, blah. All right, so I'm going to see a, a, um, a re-screening of it. So it was that kind of an invitational thing. It was years after it came out, so everybody had seen it a hundred times. Yeah. We all knew it, but we were all, it was a packed You're theater. still. So, yes. So we're, we're, we're in there, and we're watching it, and we're laughing at all the right places. And we're not laughing because it's the right place. We're laughing because it's funny. Mm-hmm. Even now, again, it's still funny. But now we're at the campfire scene, right? You know, the, this big famous scene is coming up, and they're eating beans. And we're kind of all laughing inside, because we know it's coming, yeah. and we're, we're happy about it. Because, right. you know, with the whole row is kind of, you know, smiling already. But it's quiet. I remember this very distinctly, that I was smiling knowing, I'm wondering what, how big the laughter is going to be when it happens. That's, that's what, you know, because I'm a professional and I'm into comedy and I'm interested in crowds' laughter reaction to what is on the screen. It's a learning thing for me. So I'm sitting there and it goes quiet because everybody wants to hear Just every word hear and the setup. I mean, they're, they're into it, man. The entire audience is quiet. You can hear a pin drop. And we all know what's coming. And right before... That moment, the sound effect, right before it, I would say, when, at the count of ten, you know, one, two, three, four, five, at the count of seven, and I was sitting in the center a little way back, at the count of seven, a child, 15 years old, stands up in the center of the entire theater and yells, Here it comes! (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard laughter so loud in my life. Because this kid really had seen it, obviously, thousands of times. His hands are in the air. And from where I was sitting, he was just silhouetted against the fart. You know, (laughs) this little kid going, yeah, here it comes. And he stood. And then when they came, he sat down. Oh, it was amazing. So, yeah. I mean, that's way over the top, but I could never create that. That's oh, not my humor. Mel Brooks, but man, I fell out of my seat. Oh, Mel you Brooks know? would so be, uh, he, he would be, he would be my, uh, I, I don't know, my, my pinnacle, I think, interview ever, if I could ever. Mel Brooks is just... Oh, I mean, yeah, but I'm glad I don't know who, who it is. Just this, I mean, you can never do that again. I was lightning in a bottle, oh, you know, yeah. I mean, but yeah, you know, and you go from there... I mean, just, you know, talking about history, I was I was once, weirdly, I found myself on a beach in Asila, which is on the Mediterranean, it's in North Africa, in this little tiny village, watching a movie, on a, a Hollywood movie on a screen on a beach, uh, among this native tribe, with, you know, babies suckling at a breast, and, you know, sarongs and canoes at the shore, and I'm watching this, you know, Hollywood movie, and everybody's sitting around watching it it's near north africa and every once in a while you see people babes in arms or anybody or tribes from going around to the back of the screen 
and looking from where the picture is coming from. <laughs> how, how does, there's, there's people on this side, but there's nobody on this, but they're on that side. What is this? So we go from that moment of, you know, the kid in the silhouette and to the, I mean, movies is, movies is so cool. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. The, the image. That's my life. The images. Yeah. Uh, a, you know. Larry, we've been we, talking for like almost an hour. We haven't even touched that's like a, that's all Vegas right. vacation. Like, Ch- like Chevy Chase. Oh yeah. Like you, you, he was the he was the uh, the the uh, priest. I and, married the guy. Yeah. I, I married him uh, or something or remarried him. I don't know. Breaking I was a bad. Priest, you know, Breaking bad. Breaking bad. Like, oh, oh Brian Cranston. Tell me, good good guy. Yes or no? Real quick. <laughs> I mean, there's so many stories. I mean, you know, there's, <laughs> yeah. there's no time. To, uh, I, 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 how many? How much time? I know. I was just gonna say, I got part another. Part two with you. Yeah, we're gonna have to set up a part two with you coming up very soon. I've got uh, I've got another guest coming on in about uh, seven cool. minutes. Okay. Hey, thanks, guys. This is fun. You know what, Larry? Hey. Talk about yourself real quick. Oh well, uh, I'm writing a movie now. I just came from right before I, I got online with you guys. Um, I, I was talking to a, a, a producer. I mean, these, these are uh, independent, you know, producers and directors. Right, right. You know, uh, nobody who is famous. Right? Yeah, we might get together. And I'm writing a movie now, a, a comedy vampire movie, and, and uh, oh, so awesome. that's going to be my next project. Uh, and but, but my website, I really. Go to my website. The real and and in two com. weeks, it's going to be up, and there'll be a lot of stuff on it that you can watch. And you don't have to search for it. Go up there. It's called therealarryhankin.com. All right, brother. That's coming up. And, uh, and I'm oh. shooting a movie. It's a film short. And then we're going to do maybe this feature. Uh, I'm shooting a film short next week. You probably won't see it. I, I don't know. Well, it's a film institute. They're, they're a big institute, so it might get around. It's only three minutes. It probably will go up on YouTube. Cool. So three minutes right, lost and found. So that's what I'm shooting next week. And but I'm really into working on my own stuff. My paintings are going to be up on that website. I'm into my own stuff now. You know, right. see if I can cash in. Larry Hankin Payton on www.therealarryhankin.com. You got it, guys. Absolutely. All right, brother. Thank you. It's been a pleasure talking to you. And we okay. will. Uh, I'll drop that link on my site and uh, on my Facebook for you. Cool. And Thank you. Uh, I'm going to stay in touch. We're going to definitely have to have a part two cool. of this because there's uh, just so much. Yeah, we didn't even more get to, to yes. talk about. We need more Larry. Okay. Thank take you it so easy, much. Guys. It's been an Thanks, honor. Mark. Thanks, Subi. Bye. Right. Bye. Bye. Take care, buddy. <laughs> Join us here uh, yes, shortly. I love I you, Stubby. I was Stubby. I love you, Stubby. Yes, I'm Stubby now. I love it. All right. That was Larry Hankin. <laughs> and uh, from a room next to my bathroom in my basement, this has been... My worst holiday. (laughs) Good night, night, everybody.